All right, welcome to another uh, exciting episode of Adventures Vault of Mountain Tail. We are near the end. Like, there's only three, four more to go, guys. You, you excited? This is the end. <laughs> Give me a I tap on the head when I know you're I about to finish. I can't think of the next line. <laughs> My dearest friend, the end. Do you love me? Do you love me some doors? Yeah, that's probably the probably my favorite song. Even though I, I don't remember any of the lyrics. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the entire Such time I was like, song. "What Disney song is this from?" <laughs> yeah, I'd love to see a Disney Doors movie. <laughs> oh god, I have kids. I'm sorry. I, I listened to a lot of Doors in high school for reasons. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Ashley? Cheers! Oh, we're down a member. We're hoping she'll show up. Can't find her anywhere. She's. uh, I think she's asleep. I'm pretty sure she hasn't been human trafficked, but we We, can't rule that out. We kind of hope she's asleep. I I hope. hope I hope so. That would. That would be a really. This is the end. That'd be a really big downer. Ashley, we hope you have a hangover, so we know you're safe. Please call. I know you can't hear this right now in the future, (laughs) but when you do. Call please, anyway. Please text or call. Let me know that you're okay. <laughs> well, speaking of music, I don't hear anything. That's because Rich puts it in, you idiot. <laughs> you're lucky we're down to four. You fool. <laughs> <laughs> The camera pans to a, a gladed forest, and in a slight opening, sitting on some logs, are three gnolls, checking their gear, various bows, sharp-looking daggers and swords, and it looks like they're waiting on somebody. And the last figure comes running in to join them, a fourth knoll, and we now see Zai has joined her three knoll companions. Hey guys, uh, how's, it, how's it going? I thought it was about to be Sayonara. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I made it. I made it. Um, so I guess you guys, you guys want to tell me what we're doing here? You know how to read, right? I had to learn for this. We're just approaching the punchline. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but like, but like, you guys gotta tell me, like, where we're going, what we're doing. I suppose, don't you have like a, a... I don't know. I don't know. We've got a mission? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's an arrow and it's pointing toward the horizon. All right, all right. We're, we're going to kill somebody, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Always, <laughs> always, always, always. <laughs> Who are we killing? I don't care. Remember. It's a lot of money. It's so much money. And the figures pull out a scroll. And on it is a picture of a decapitated orc head. Not drawn very well. But it says wanted. Sigor. Lots monies, dead, and the word or has been crossed out. Talks funny. Smells like humies. 
Easy money, easy money, easy money. We just money. gotta kill him. We just gotta kill him. Yeah. <laughs> I bet we can handle this. Can, can I have one of those, one of those scrolls, please? Nah, it's mine. It's mine. Okay, but like I need one. You had one. But we need them. Hold on. Let me let me check my pack. And Zyle like take off her pack. She starts like rummaging through it. Nah. Wait, hold on. Was I supposed to bring that? Yeah. You had one job. One job. Uh, I earned the ring for this. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm pretty sure I had it. And she like rummaged through her pack again. She's like pulling stuff out, and like you can see all kinds of just like junk in her pack. Like you're, there's no telling what's coming out of this. Trace. Guys, guys, <laughs> guys, you're messing with me right now, right? Like I wasn't supposed to bring that. Okay. okay. And we're gone. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll put everything back in her pack. All right, well, how about you give me one of those bounty things? I'm going to go get that scroll. I'll be right back. Kit, do you think you can wait for me? Mm. For sure. Yeah. That's easy. We can wait. <laughs> we're we're going to wait. Fingers <laughs> crossed behind the back. I'll, I'll be real quick. I'll be real quick. And she'll, like, take one of the bounty scrolls from you guys and kind of look it over. And she'll roll that up, stick it in her side pocket. She's like, okay, if you're not here, what do I do? Can you read? I think so do that just okay 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 <laughs> okay <laughs> and we see Zai run off to retrieve her scroll and to their credit her kin last a good five minutes before they get bored and distracted and read a scroll that there's a mountain in the valley of Callsway, and unfortunately for them they're cursed and then they die shortly after getting to <laughs> <laughs> weird. It's almost like there was a gnome who just owned their ass the entire time. It's crazy. It did not go their way, because a certain someone can't roll archers. Shit. Sorry, the gnome died too. Curses are funny on the mountain. <laughs> it's like everyone who met that gnome had trouble. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite character of all time, and you killed him. That's why he's your favorite character. Ooh, counterpoint. Testicular cancer, I hope it's you... Shit. I don't hope that we you. we only remember <laughs> we only remember the great ones after they're gone. The Jagger Magnum deserved to die. Okay, Brad, you need to come to terms with that. Can we talk about him though. I, he's a great I, character. No one's arguing that. I think Jagger is kind of getting a more positive shine than he ever would have got if he had continued to live. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> Never a true, more true statement. Exactly. We remember the legends because they died. The <laughs> yes. Because. I'm pretty sure there's a decent part of that campaign where it was me and Jake that were just going, survive. Anybody came along and was like, if you last a week, I'll remember your name. <laughs> I remember that exact phrase multiple times, which tells you the death count of that campaign, mostly owned by Brad. <laughs> yeah, Brad Brad was the first Adam of character death. <laughs> it just wasn't recorded. There we go. So you're saying that there's some sort of like weird revenge porn that Brad keeps killing my characters. No, not on you. No, I definitely did that to Ethan. And Plaguestone. Uh, Plaguestone doesn't count because everybody's a new character no, anyway. No, no, I went after him. I, I still have I, a certain <laughs> Australian-based lizard folk ranger that needs to be utilized. I, 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 I coup de grace his character in a system that didn't have that. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember you going way out of your way to kill Ethan's character. Like, I had nat 20 to jump over one of your PCs to kill him with the bad guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> shit was funny. But the camera pans to a room. We're sitting at a table holding cups of wine. There are two wizards engaged in a lively discussion. And we see Tim 
and Tart having a fireside chat. Now, now, you see, I, I, I understand what you're saying, okay? But bards aren't sorcerers. They're more like wizards because, you know, they practice. Have you ever known a bard that would actually, like, practice anything no, no, other I, than their I, I music? No, no, I see what you're saying, like, but, like, they don't work. We agree, we agree. Bards are lazy by their nature. Absolutely, yes. But they pull those fucking lutes out or whatever they do every chance they get. So they put the, the fingering time in. <laughs> <laughs> You're but, nasty. But, no, it, it's still... Uh, uh, there's a there's a quorum there. Not a quorum, but like a correlation that their work equals the output of their magic. I still feel like it's... They give the time for the innate talent, hence why they're a sorcerer. I, I just... I can't buy it. Like... They have the talent for magic, and it just seems to come to them, and the more they use it, the more it's developed, rather than they actually put in the time to study, hence why they are not wizards. I, I, I think they're studying, and then there's, there's practicing, and I think they're not the same thing, but essentially. Have you ever known a bard that spent a lot of time practicing that wasn't in the process I, of performance? Listen, it, it, I, how much I know a lot of bards that spend a lot of time looking in the mirror like practicing their solos i'm not saying it's like hard work like wizards have to do I so, mean, obviously. so they use a, a a innate confidence in themselves in order to produce their magic that sounds very sorcerer-esque i'm just saying a bard who spends more time practicing their craft is a much more competent bard than one who's just a lazy piece of shit i did not break my timeline to help you out and figure out my problem to be told that bards are wizards. They do not put in the time. I, I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you started this. Hey, give me a little more wine, will you? Hold on. Hold on. It's got aerate. There's a certain way to do things, and you're not doing it right. I, and I need to tell you this that. bottle is lasting a long time, by the way. Why are we floating? I, I think that shirt looks good on you, by the way. I've never seen you in a white shirt. Hold on. Why am I not shining? What do you mean, shiny? I spent the time to build a dragon scale tunic of gold origins, I wear it for a reason. Yeah, I was wondering why I'm wearing a white shirt. What? Actually, actually, I'm wearing a white shirt too. What is happening? Why are we floating in the air? Oh, ooh, ooh. Um, we might have died. Are, are we dead? We definitely died. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me check. Let me find somebody who's dead. Okay, there's one flying by. You, you, come here, come here. Yes. Are you dead? Yes. God damn it, we're fucking dead, Tarth. <laughs> what? Oh, fuck. What's, what's the last thing you remember? Beasle B pointed his finger at me, and then I don't remember anything after that for a minute. I was flying, and then they shot the that, that poison sphere. You died. You. I'm oh, I'm very certain yeah. you died. Yeah. Um, I, I let think me I think died here. bad. Uh, do we... <laughs> <laughs> Shit. A I lot just... of people died. <laughs> I just came here... To see if you could help me fix my displacing myself from my own time. I'd, I'd say your problem solved. <sighs> but I have people to rely on me. I have studies to do. I was hoping Ivistan could give me the notes to not only fix my timeline problem, but like make it a boon. I mean, I, I think you see how that played out. <sighs> this, this is why I don't come out of my room. I, Study and research in a controlled environment is a way to do things. This off-the-cuff adventuring that you participate in. So would you go back if you had a chance? I mean, my time here has been productive. I I don't think I would. I I, I, did, a, I did a lot of shady things in life. 
That's your that's your guilt, not mine. Y yesterday wasn't one of them. I helped people. I went to a town. I showed them that a simple wand of I don't know, fireball would help them take care of their problems. That's not on me. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm just saying for me, that was the best day I'd ever done. I feel I, sad for you. I think I want to go out on top. I have things yet to be finished. I mean, is, are you like a ghost? Is that is that what's going to happen to you? Don't put that evil on me. I'm not putting that evil on you. Here's I mean, a real question. Is a ghost a ghost, or can I harness my own arcane energies to become something more? I, I think you have to do that before we go. That sounds like a hypothesis I'm willing to test. I mean, I guess we got time. Uh-oh. Do you hear that? I heard something. I feel something at the back of my back. I think you're being summoned. I've only had time! To the, to the final judgment. Why? Hey, maybe I don't know. Don't, don't, that's scary. Don't talk about final judgments. I hope, I hope last minute heroics count for a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready to go. Tim. Wait, hold on, hold on. I think that's Sigorum. Wait, wait, what? I don't think you're done. Yeah, I get another try. Good luck, buddy. It's been good knowing you, Tart. We see a two doors open and Tart steps through one and Tim steps through a different one. The camera pans to a familiar house where we see an apple tree. Laying at the base of this apple tree is the body of Tim. And we see where his robes and armor have been damaged. In the background, we hear the sound of a quill scratching on paper. And at that moment, an apple falls off the tree. And landing on Tim's chest, he reacts and opens his eyes. And looks down at the apple and realizes he's back. Tim scrambles up real quick, like, at least into a seated position, and uh, does, like, a quick look around to, like, assess what's happening. Um, sees Sigorum, and he's like, Am I alive again? Yes. And he looks down at, like, his hands and his, you know, beat-up dragon-scale tunic clothing and all that, and it's like, One moment. And he pulls out one of his books and starts immediately, furiously scribbling in it. I only had enough to save one. Hold just a moment. Just just a moment. Before it fades. And he continues to furiously scribble for a minute. Um, basically just ignoring Sigorum as he's just madly scribbling in his book and then gets to a point where he's like, okay. And he puts it away and he's like, what I miss? Not much. Um, just taking a, taking a little time. Maybe the last time we have left. Prepare yourself, Tim. We will go into the mountain soon. I would like to ask you a favor, though. I believe I owe you quite quite a lot right now. I need you to deliver something for me. And at that, Sigorum grabs uh, the letter that he's written. He rolls it up into some leathers and hands it to you. When you get out of here, if you can find this man, my son, please give this to him. If I do get out of here, then... I will do my utmost to deliver it to him. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I was not prepared to take the door that Tarth did. And then, then you kind of see a whimsical look on his face. Like, he understands Tarth is dead, but the way you said it made it sound like there's more, given his Sigourm's nature with the dead. Uh, he takes <laughs> he takes what you, what, you stow, what you gave him and stows it away in his bag of holding. Um, and then flips back open the book like he just remembered saying something with your conversation and starts furiously scribbling again. And proceeds to not leave your home. 
<laughs> as he just gets engrossed in what he's doing. Tim. I yes, sorry, sorry. I need a little alone time now. I Sorry, bad, bad habits. Bad in the habits. words of Brad, I love you, buddy, but get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know who Brad is, but it's not the first time I've been told I've outstayed my welcome. He died! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, uh, Tim will stand up and, and put back away his book and give you kind of like an awkward, like, bow, head nod bit, um, and then as he's walking out of the door, he's already got his book back out, and he's scribbling and talking to himself. And we see Tim walk out into Call's town. So the listeners know, Sigorum has the ability to raise the dead at this point in his life, but I only had one spell slot capable of saving someone. There's a part of me that wanted that to be Crocrum, but that would be dishonorable in their ways and their tradition. Tim, however, still has a viable part to play, and he is more than capable of delivering a letter. Being a messenger, one might say. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, we were going to flash to when Tim comes back alive? So we have a wizard who has debts looking for somebody to deliver. Got you, bitch! This entire campaign is related to our Strahd campaign, one way or the other. Tim will get up and just like shuffle out of your house in like a uncharacteristic stupor of like, as we see a slightly confused and miffed wizard walk. The camera pans out. And we see the rune that is Call's town. Most of the houses are runes at this point. Smoke covers the city. We see that the walls are cracked. And there's just the feeling the magic's gone. Call's town's not coming back from this. And we see that the survivors are grouping together. There's not many left. There's some goblins remaining. Uh, and a lot of the people who held the walls. But there's a lot of bodies on the ground. And at this point there's too many not even to deal with a fire. Gertie's where she is on the wall, taking account of things, seeing who's left. As two skeletons are looking down at the battlefield next to her, one says, I told you I wasn't going to die holding the wall against demons. Yeah, you died holding the wall against Ymir. And they can't really laugh, but you see their skeleton jaws go... (laughs) 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 And Gertie shakes her head and hops down and she finds what she's actually looking for and it's Driana and they embrace what do we what do we do now we've only got one choice start gathering everyone together we're gonna head for the exit it'll be up to them they'll have to go after Iveston and Driana nods and begins gathering the survivors the camera pans to the smoking walls of Callstown, where the survivors are doing whatever they can to just process what is happening and leaning against one of the walls is a small goblin who's just taking a moment to take it all in this is a lot for this little guy oh wow Wow, i can't believe everyone alive what gold though but 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 no way i live i mean i mean holy crap i I should just there's there's nothing that worse. there's nothing worse than that I can't fail. I can't. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna fucking do it. Yeah. And he kind of like stands up and dusts himself off. 
and like trying to make himself look as presentable as possible. He he walks up boldly to an elvish woman holding a bow who is also just trying to process what happened. So, uh, Tame, what are you doing later? <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I'm I'm not quite sure. Um, I'm I think I'm still just trying to. I might go have a beer. Great, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm. That's that's a great way. I, my name's, my name's Gilgar. Gilgar. Yeah, pleasure, pleasure to meet you. Let, let me buy you a beer. I would, I would love if, a beer. If the bar's uh, still there. Uh, if not, um, I got a bottle of of um Smash Mash back at uh you know the hovel we've been staying at. I, I think the bar would be a better choice if okay. it's open. Hey, yeah, yeah, great. yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever you're into. <laughs> I just, I want to know about you. Oh, oh goodness. <laughs> it smells so good. <laughs> I want to show you something called Goblin Mode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, stop, because I have a playlist on my phone called Goblin Mode. Oh my God. We are not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just feel like you're not other girls, mostly because you're a wife. But, uh, you know. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I mean. Yeah, you're, you're correct. There are other girls alive, though, uh, currently. He looks around to take stock and looks a little doubtful. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, listen. We don't need to go fish them out. We'll just let them come to you. Let, let's go to the bar. Let's go to the yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're fine. Destiny is on my side. How is Tame doing after all this bullshit? Like the, the the you guys survived the the demon army invasion. How that? How you feeling? Um, do you remember how I was feeling after the dragon fight, where I was like just shaken, yeah, just like yeah. I need a fucking cigarette. Yeah, that's that's tame. You know, she's like I, I just need that. She's had so many traumatic things. One <laughs> after the motherfucking other, and she's just like, listen, I just I just need I I need the substance. To feel okay, just for a second, just a beer, just one beer, <laughs> to process. Which, okay, don't laugh like that. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it sound like it's a problem. <laughs> it's not. Listen, it's not a problem. It's just you ever have a really hard day and you're like, I just really need a cold beer. Yeah, I yeah. don't even know what hard yep. days are like. What the fuck are those? <laughs> I, I don't even need a hard day to want a cold day. Those are easy days. I, I, need be, I need to be mildly inconvenienced at best. Is it, is it mildly warm outside? Uh, no. Um, so Tame wants to go to the bar. Like She's like, I just need a drink, and I need to figure out like what my plan of action is, because obviously I could stay here, or now I have the opportunity to leave. And her process... So, um, Gilgar? Yeah! Yeah. So what are what are your plans for um for after all of this? Yeah, I, I'm just kind of like a live in the moment kind of guy, mm-hmm. you know. I'm just I want to chart my own destiny. Yeah, um, yeah. I figure if we can get out of here, that'd be that'd be great. Um, um I, I think we're working on that right now. Yeah, um, you know, I don't. I'm not saying this is your kind of thing, but uh, um, you know, I I don't think you're shallow. But I think you're great. Um, but I got a lot of money. <laughs> so, he's, he's throwing out all the cards he's if, got if we get back to the real world like I whatever sounds fun to you mm. <laughs> <laughs>
shit. This guy was making plays. Here's the real question. Ashley's character's thinking about it. <laughs> um, here's the thing. She's not thinking about bringing him back, though. She's just thinking about stealing his money. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just slicing his throat and just, grabbing the bag. She's just gonna look over at him like, Gilgar, you really shouldn't say that to people. You don't you don't know the kind of people they are talking to. This is why I need you around. <laughs> See, I'm new money. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can tell. <laughs> I, I can <laughs> Jesus. I, I I could tell kind of by the attire, uh first first of all, but um the, the flaunting it definitely makes a difference. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You should you should keep that close to your heart, cause um, you never know. Just and she, I, she I just do, pulls. In fact. And like he shows you like the mithril breastplate he's wearing. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like Tame is gonna take the money and run, right? And then he's gonna track her down, ever so like optimistically. <laughs> always being apologetic about like being too slow or getting turned around or sorry he got left behind and he's always catching up to her and she just can't ever shake him. This is getting too real. I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What we do see though that uh, Mm -hmm. the bar is gone. Yeah. Dwarves however are crafty people who um, have set up like barrels of ale. Love them. Oh yeah. (laughs) Because yeah everybody else needs a drink right now too. Weird. It's crazy. It's like yeah. we almost all just died. It was almost a bomb. You mean just? But the battle's over, <laughs> so we can drink it now. It was the last thing they were gonna shoot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, Gilgar, um, I have intentions of. I, I'm trying to mull it over, but I, I have some intentions of possibly returning back to the real world. Uh, well, not the real world, but my my world, and just opening up a little uh, archery and. Like a little shop. That's great. I love bows. Yeah. Hold on. I got to use my inhaler. I have really bad goblin asthma. I, I believe that. Like if I don't take this every so often, I'll just drop dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's a miracle you're alive now. <laughs> oh, that's better. My poor goblin lungs. I did not mean for this to go this way. I did. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> see this Gilgar going. Gilgar is like the the go, uh, the goblin Bill Gates. This is this character <laughs> is this character is too late. I yeah. used it earlier. Some mm. <laughs> about characters that didn't get enough screen time. <laughs> but as like uh, Tame and, and Gilgar join the other survivors, mm-hmm. trying to figure out what's going on, the camera pans elsewhere. What's Zai up to? Um, Zai would be probably looking for the rest of her party. Um, because at this point, she is exhausted and tired, but she knows that we're not done. Um, like, she just watched this coin leave, and she knows that, you know, there is there is what's next. I guess I don't know who she would even find. Cause... Well, let's say you're looking for your party. What's our tracks up to? Or sorry, what's <laughs> what's our what's Arthur do up to? He's gonna look around his old house and just uh, try and fathom how he's or why he's back. Not why, but the power of what brought him back to complete his quest, and just grateful that it's coming to an end and being completed. And then he's going to then he's gonna walk out, and probably as soon as he walks out the door, he runs into. Zai, and then uh, so sorry. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, he looks like he was going to speak. Oh, oh. Uh, 
you guys get back together and there's people milling about. And then even some spirits of the Crusaders are milling about. Like, there's not that many left of them. Tim, do you want to kind of join them at that point? or? <laughs> I have a bit I'm going to have with Sigorum here in a minute. Okay. What is Sigorum doing alone? Like, is he just contemplating what's going on? Or is there something that he's actively... Sigorum did not... Uh... He did not probably get much sleep. In the reflection and the weight of what's still to come and what it might mean. But there was still, like, the eye of the storm. There was a a moment of calmness, a moment of reflection. He walks the orchard one last time with mankind. Maybe they have a conversation about how far things have come. Maybe they say nothing at all. It's just strange that the orchard feels the farthest away it's ever been but somehow closer than ever. And Mankai feels that too. And one way or the other, he thinks your journey together is coming to an end. Whatever happens, happens. And he just smiles and hands you an apple. Scorm eats the apple and walks outside to face the coming day. And everyone who's still here and who is not. Unfortunately, Tart died during the battle, guiding the poison bomb to Drew's knee. Drian and Gertie have made it. Crocum unfortunately died on the wall, as he knew he would. Many of the defenders of the town died. There's only a few paladins left, but a different man, Kai, finds you. He's wounded, but alive. Nothing that a little time in being a paladin can't fix, but he shuffles up. You're not under arrest. I, I, you're not the person you were. You seem to need to believe it at the time and maybe now we can laugh I never thought I was I never thought it would matter I don't know if I meant laughing but I he... never thought I'd live this long sometimes justice prevails and he holds out his hand Sigourm shakes his hand I think you've got a little more use for that armor I think you're right Irina walks up at that point and all of you can be here or not but she's like um the, the armadillo's not looking so good. They requested you guys out there. Right. And as Sigorm turns to uh, make his way to Shale, he shakes Mankai's hand one last time and gives him that nod of respect. Thank you for standing with us. Then he looks to Irina. Thank you for hoisting the flag when it fell. Had to. I know the feeling. And, like, you can tell her hands are shaking, but, like, she just nods and joins, like, the group that's forming. Scorm makes his way to Shale, surprised that he still lingers. And is anyone going, are, are you guys together, or is it just Scorm, or? I mean, I think yeah. I would, yeah, I think we'd be together. Yeah, we, we owe Shale that much. And as you are walking, it takes a, takes a little bit to get to the front of Shale, but you can tell already that, like, the breathing is ragged and there are egregious wounds even through the thick armor of this titanic armadillo but when you guys get to kind of where shale can see you you hear that telepathic voice inside your head because you know for shale to speak is enough sonic damage to just wipe out a horde of demons in front of her you know (sighs) y'all did good thank you for saving us i owed you one (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm so tired, Sigorum. I remember 
My father pulled down the very star stuff to form me, but all my brothers and sisters are gone. I miss them. So tired. You may rest, child. <sighs> and you see the titanic armadillos stop moving. And Shale begins shifting, turning into the very rock substance that she was named after. There is no longer a giant armadillo in front of you. Just a very large rock formation. About that time, the, uh, the last of the crusaders begin shuffling forward. We do not see Darnston Qual. We think perhaps he has passed on from this life in the battle. But Sir Marcus leads a, a group of others. Stragalang, do not think we can hold on much longer. You have done more than anyone ever could. Thank you for your service. You were the best of us. And the figures begin fading away. Before they fade, can Arthur say it's good to fight with you again, brothers? Mm-hmm. It was good to fight with you once more, brothers. I'll see you again soon one day. We will be waiting, Artie. When you get home, we're going back to Albalon, where we belong. And the Crusaders exit our story for the last time. And it's been a long day. And as night settles, everyone collapses exhausted. But in the morning, what's left of the town council gathers with you. Probably for the final meeting. What's the plan? I'm going to see it through. I'm going to the top of the mountain. I'm going to Everston. And no matter what, it all ends. It's not so much a plan as it is a suicide mission. I appreciate you bringing me back to life, but I don't plan to die again. And I don't plan to let you. And I don't plan to force you to come with me. Oh, it is clear at this point that if I want off this mountain, and I have completed the research necessary... That I came here for. Toth is gone, so I have no other holdings. That we need to be done with this place. I want the council to gather the survivors and wait for the opportunity to leave. We can do that. Most everyone's ready to go. There's there's not much left here to hold any of us. I don't know what will happen. I don't know what, how it's going to work. How it's going to look, if it's even possible. We'll be ready. We'll head to the... We'll head to where we all entered in. I believe in the five of you. You'll get it done. Don't wait. Not for us. When the time is right, just go. However I see you again, Sagorum, I believe in you. Thank you. For everything. Thank you. And Gertie kind of like picks up a, ru a rucksack. Which signals everyone else to, to begin. And for the last time, Callstown has people that live in it. And as everyone exits, it sits quiet as Gertie leads the survivors to the entrance to this demiplane. And our five heroes begin marching up the mountain. It takes some time because the mist is gone. But you approach a cave entrance after several hours where two red doors are open. And as you travel in, you take a different path than you did before. Deeper in the mountain, you see where Billsby blocked off the door and led down into the demonic prison to release his kin. But a different path is available now, and you think that this is Iveston's Sanctum Sanctorum. And as you are walking down, sure in the knowledge that there's only one way this ends, you begin walking into rooms of white sterile marble, seeing strange devices, medical, large medical tubes holding strange liquids, 
with strange things inside. The more you walk, the more you see these strange shapes taking shape, till eventually you come to what is some sort of lab, clearly, you know that much, with strange devices. A weird mix of the advanced technological and the super advanced magical. And there are bodies in these tubes. One is a middle-aged woman. The other is a, a teenage, undetermined age, anywhere from 12 to 15. Bodies perfectly formed, with no face. But you do see some journals on a table. Tim goes to the table and starts flicking through the journals. It takes a little time, because there's a lot of writing here. And there's a lot to do. But Tim can piece together a story, where day one, the first entry reads, They are gone. Gone from this reality. But I will get them back, even if I have to kill all of these gods to do it. Entries later, I think I have figured out how to summon a demon. I'm going to use the power I harnessed from the first lie to try to entrap them. This might be my last entry. Sometime later, I've figured out how to win the God's War. Later, I have won the God's War. What to do with all these demons and devils? They've got to go somewhere. I need a place to put them. And I need a place to study outside of time. Feel like I'm master of it, but they're gone. They are erased from reality. But I will get them back. It's just, I can't remember what they look like anymore. Time passes in the journal. I have mapped roughly 23% of what I'm calling the multiverse. I didn't coin that phrase. Uh, Earth is a reality I enjoy. I go there a lot. I learn a lot from it. They have fantastic names for everything. They have wonderful ideas. An interesting study in a world that only has one race. You'd think they would find unity, but no, they hate each other far more than I've ever seen beings hate their own kind. A strange place, but a wonderful terminology for everything. Multiverse. Yes. I don't actually have to map everything. That helps, but I'm looking for a world where I can find them. I know they exist somewhere else in some other version of reality. They can't be gone from all of them. I just, I have to deal with the Sigorm thing. And there's a few more entries that kind of show what you guys have been doing, but they end. It appears that he was a little more altruistic in his motives. He had a wife and a daughter that in the God's War were perished. And he was attempting to bring them back and harnessing time to give him the time to figure it out. All life ends. Indubitably. Savior of the God's War. He may be. Savior might be a stretch, judging by the readings, but yes. Continue. A grand architect. Yes, better description. But no exemption. There is a way of things. Inescapable. And maybe that's why we're here. I don't really understand his power, his reach, but I don't think he was ever meant to hold the things beyond him. Oh, but that is the truth of the world. Power is power, whether not wielded by good or by evil. I come from a small community, barely living above caves in the rocks. I started my journey finding a, a dead wizard's book. I found that magic was the equalizer of the world, something that could change a a group of people just above eating fish and snails for a living to becoming a 
dominant force in the area. We taught, we share, does not care about who is right or who is wrong, does not care about who is deserving and who is not, only cares who puts in the time to learn the knowledge. Here's Ivastan put in all the time to learn the knowledge. Magic can be used for good or evil, but it itself is not good or evil. He used it to do what he thought was right. Did that hurt people? Did that help people? The world keeps going. It's what brought me here. I am no less lost than I was when I got here. Oh, but that is the way of the world. Our life is just a journey to understand. Now each person understands or chooses what he chooses to pursue to understand. But there is no certainty in it. I understand merely had the knowledge to exert his will. Right. I mean, everything comes to an end. And I think regardless of his motives, and regardless of everything he's been through, we're looking for our own end. Agreed. I don't think anyone came here of their own choice. At least whatever choice they had was taken from them by the curse of this place. I mean, I kind of came here by choice, but I'd like to go home now. Some are dumber than others, but that's how it works. I think it's time we break this curse and let everybody get the chance to go home. Giving everyone a choice seems like a good idea, but let's not pretend we're sparing anyone from anything. Here was a immortal purgatory, for lack of a better term. There was a certain amount of security. There was no passing of time. Your prison's a prison, no matter what you call it. <laughs> Governor? Sorry, that's, that's all I got for Tame. I'm sure that... <laughs> <laughs> tame, you simple bitch. <laughs> I was kind of wondering what you were doing. I was like, what? It's, it's a shame that you've had alcohol and drugs ruin you to a point that you're almost non-existent. Nonetheless, I came here to learn. To give me the time to figure out my own time. Because much like Ivastan, I came to a point that I realized that if you could manipulate what is and was and what could be, that was power. That would give you the ability to control the knowledge and the flow of it. I was much less successful than Ivastan and found myself jumping between times and places. The time here was beneficial to me. It was positive. I've enjoyed my time on the mountain, but I don't feel like that is the same for the majority. I'm ready for it to be over. I say let's do this. I came here for one purpose, and this is the last step for this purpose. How <laughs> is the queen, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> she's great. Arthur knows she's working on something. We were people, when we came here, we must choose who we are when we leave here. Because if this place has taught us anything, is that time will make fools of us all. We have no control over it, regardless of the limitations are placed upon us. Like I said, whatever happens, happens. And with that, Sigourm begins to advance. Tim will take Zai aside for a second. Okay. I would like to proposition you. What, what you got? <laughs> I was getting into that. <laughs> Magic is amazing. And it gives me the ability to do things that, in the beginning of my life, I did not find possible. That being said... I have found that there is a benefit to brute force and the showing of it. Yeah, I'm good at that. Prior to my coming here, I was a purveyor of magical items. I would show people the benefits of magic and how they could help their communities and help them grow. And the prophet, it gave me the ability to 
pursue my own interest as well as help the individuals that uh, occupy the village that I came from. Uh-huh, what's your point? I could use someone of your specific skill set. Oh, I see. You got a job for me. Yes, I need someone to accompany upon me to be you. As you said, you are intimidating. Yeah. And you like to be intimidating. Yeah. And it's okay that others are scared of the fact that you were intimidated. Yeah. I need that. All right. What's in it for me? So I will provide you with things to hurt as well as money. And you will just be present when I introduce myself to new areas. Oh, so you're looking for a bodyguard. That it would be a name for it, yes. I mean, I, I, could, I could be in for that. We got to get out of this place first, though. Well, this is all contingent upon when we leave here. Yes. But I like to hedge my bets. All right. I don't have any plans. Then we have an accord. All right. Deal. That's what I call it. Leave the custom is done. <laughs> Spit in your hand and I will shake upon it. She spits in his hand. <laughs> hesitantly do that. Humans do that? That's gross. Gross. You can see her paw is like significantly larger than your hand and very clawed, but... Uh, uh, not that hard. Okay, I appreciate it. We have an accord. This will be the beginning of a beautiful relationship. Is Arthur Dew watching this or did he follow Sigorum? <laughs> I think I want to watch this awkward <laughs> transaction go down. <laughs> You're like, all right, hermit, cat dog, let's go in this thing. <laughs> As he walks away from Zai, he just looks at Arthur Dew and flips him off. Are hyenas like cat dogs? I don't know. Oh, I mean, hyena people? Let's not be racist. Piece of shit. Against a fucking fi- fictional character, yeah. <laughs> ask ask Watsy how that's going right now. But eventually, you follow after Sigorum. Walking a little bit deeper into the mountain, you enter a large room with a balcony. And a figure slumps forward, holding the stump of his arm. And you stare at Iveston. The camera pans to where this all began. An entryway into a demiplane. A little bit outside the gates of Arun Barbican, where the survivors of Callstown are gathered. And Gertie, Green Spire, keeps looking at the top of the mountain, hoping that the five of you come back. And she's trying to keep everyone's spirits up. And as Driana hands her a water skin, the top third of the mountain explodes in fire. And reality itself shakes. And cracks begin to form in the sky. And Driana cries out, And Gertie grinds her teeth, half expecting that to happen. But reality begins to shift and a portal opens. And stepping through is a plain man in homespun garb and two pack a beast. And we see the Sherpai enter into the demiplane. Oh, so this is what is on this side. Well, I don't know who you are, but wherever the fuck you just came from, get us there. Uh, no, I, no, you do, you do not understand. And she pulls a dagger and holds it to the Sherpai's throat. Get us the fuck out of here. Very well. And the Sherpai turns to the portal he just opened and begins trying to open it. And he slowly starts opening the portal. And what happens? We'll find out on the next episode of Adventures of Ultimate Kill.
for listening to The Adventurer's Vault. Be sure to visit theadventurersvault.com for more episodes and campaign information. Music and sounds provided by Sirenscape. If you like what you hear, give The Adventurer's Vault a shout-out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. If you don't like what you hear, visit the Adventurer's Vault Discord server and let the cast know directly just what you think of them. And while you're there, listen to the exclusive content to see if it's just as bad. The Adventurer's Vault is produced by Night Owl Workshop, LLC. Now go quick, listen to more before I hunt you down.